Yeah. Where'd the fuck go, Shibley? It was so funky. It was. We were funky for a little bit there. 45 points of funky, and now we're three points of funky. <sighs> yeah. Well, at least we can't lose the bye week. Well, we've lost a few players. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, get into that. Greetings and salutations, <laughs> sports fans, college football maniacs all across the wide and wonderful internet. It's time for the college football special edition of the week of Modern Day Gladiators. Your humble host, Michael Shibley. Of course, Mr. Too Hot for TV, Trey Pack. Hell yeah, I'm glad that that's a running thing now. <laughs> we should just keep it. You know, the, Too Hot for TV, no, yeah. we're doing it. Of course, Half will never let you have it. No, no I wrote it down in my nicknames, though. That's, we'll fight for it. That's good. They'll they'll be like, well, Shibley said it was funny. And, no, Shibley, hey, Shibley gave me the nickname, so <laughs> I didn't self-appoint this one. Yep. That is true. That is true. I, I will I will go for to bat with you on that one. Yeah, at least no. we're not going with sweetness, but I don't have diabetes, because that's what won the last one. <laughs> I remember. I think I voted for that one. I, I voted for that one in the championship. <laughs> it's better than some of the others. That That is definitely true. But anyway, oh my goodness. Yes, Tennessee comes in and <sighs> plays Florida. You know, we had hopes for about five seconds and and then Florida goes right down the field, scores a touchdown. We, we don't need to rehash everything of all the awfulness that happened. As Tennessee, of course, loses to Florida for, like, what, the 14th time in the last 15 years, yeah. something like that. 34-3 to in the swamp. Trask, as, we, as I even said, yeah. looked like an All-American. Exactly. Looked first, just fine. In his first two drives, he was like seven for eight. Yeah. With just outrageous. But in, other than that fart, that initial drive, the defense played phenomenal. Absolutely. In that first half. But, yeah. I mean, if you go to the Wells that many times, like eventually, I mean, you, the defense just got tired. Yeah. When the offense plays the way it did, they just get worn out. They're yeah. they're done. You can't you, you can't just keep sending them out there. Right. Like that. I mean, that even happened against Georgia State, which was just awful because right. everybody's like, why couldn't the defense stop them? Because they had no energy. Exactly. Yeah. And for a half, we and we kept, you know, what, yeah. what's Florida ranked now? I mean, they're so eighth, eighth, I think. Ranked. Yeah. So we kept their eighth ranked team, you know, playable. Yeah. But I mean, you just get to a point where, and I'll say this, and, and I was like debating this all day on whether or not I wanted to, to go this far with it. Um, that's the worst offensive performance I've ever seen Tennessee have the, ever. Definitely one of the worst ones. I I still the the Wyoming game after Fulmer okay, was yeah. announced being forced. That was probably the worst one, especially live that I'd ever yeah, seen. Okay, of course, getting shut out against Georgia a couple seasons ago that was that was pretty rough, pitiful. But, but even that, that's a game that like we had, there was nothing clicking. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, like. I mean, I don't know, man. This this Florida game, it, it made me sick to my stomach. Um, As every Florida law should for any true ball fan. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. This, it's just, it just made it that, yeah. the, like you said, we we had hope for a few for It wasn't, it wasn't a lot of hope, but it was, it was there. It's right. always there when you're a Tennessee fan and you're playing Florida. It's Florida week. That's the right. way it should be. Because you see what happened when they came down – and scored right away, and right. then but then we get the turnovers. Right. First of all, the one that was taken away, which was the right call. They yep. reviewed it. Then we got the other one, which yeah, was blah, blah, blah. barely a right call, but we got it. Then get to the goal line, and again, it, it's still one of those things where we <laughs> didn't do some of this under Butch Jones when we were in the swamp. I don't know why we don't try and run the ball at the goal line. For crying out and, loud! I mean, like, there's so many plays in this game. Yeah, and and I'm we'll get. I'm sure we'll get to Garantano here oh, in a yeah, second because I've got all kinds of things to say. Yeah. Um. But I mean, Jawan Jennings is a fifth year senior. Mm -hmm. Right. He's the the absolute face of the team. Alpha dog. He, yeah. He's the guy. How does the? I mean, that that just is is Tennessee football right now. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter if you're the guy. You're still – I mean, J.G. does the best pass he threw all game, and it was yeah. four yards. But, I mean, he hit Garantano – I mean, not Garantano. hit Juwan in the face yeah. and can't catch the ball. That was I – mean, just again, that is sick. just – that's just the Tennessee-Florida series in a nutshell for Tennessee right. so much. You miss point. I mean – In just, these <sighs> – since 2004, we had the one – when, again, we talk about what Dobbs, Kamara – 
Malone and and uh, Derek Barnett just made up for for lousy coaching decisions and just yeah. questionable things. The talent that they had finally for one. <laughs> Half really just trumped all the ineptitude yep. and took it all out, and it it it's just it, at least this year we didn't have to have our hearts broken in the swamp like no, it's happened yeah. in 2015 and 2017 of just right. terrible coaching decisions. So you had that, but my goodness, yeah, the defense again I thought played just fine, yep. especially trying to keep it in it. But again, you look at the way this game went especially in the beginning, Tennessee could have been literally down like 28 to nothing or up 14 to 10. Exactly. Because of, again, just bad decisions and things that happened. Again, you have the Jennings turnover, and then you have just so many questionable things that Garantano did. The, Wood, the Woods-Anderson throw? Oh, God. Like, I, I mean, it, a fifth grader could have made that throw. I mean, it's... And I, I've watched it 5,000 times from every angle, mm-hmm. and I see people on Vol Twitter pissed off about it. And I wasn't mad about it during. I was like, okay, you know, bust a throw, anything. Woods Anderson is running free for yeah. a whole second before yeah. Garantano lets that ball go. I just, I mean, I, I don't know. It just, it just, it's complete, he completely missed everything. It was one of the most baffling sequences I've ever seen. In ten, and I've seen a lot. I mean, I was, remember watching the LSU game in Dooley's first year with the 13 men on the field and how right. baffling that was. This is just as baffling yeah. when it comes to, what was it? It was the just the start of the second quarter. Yep. Or they were coming out of a timeout. Don't even, yes. Don't and even and then they get the, the delay of game penalty, which in, I, if, if, Pruitt had any hair, it would have fallen out at that point. I mean, that blows my. I mean, how anytime that happens, just has to drive you insane. But that's that's got. There's no way that's not coaching. There's no way. I mean, if you you're coming out of uh, into a new quarter, yeah. That, oh my god, it just blows my. I, I promise you, if if he had any hair somewhere else other than his head, you pull Garantano that yeah. second. Yeah. If we're at Alabama, I don't care if it's Tua. I promise you. Yeah. Saban is is mm-hmm. in his ear, and nothing was it. I mean, Pruitt was pissed, whatever. Yeah. But I promise you, nothing. That that was, and then you, and then you missed that pass, and then you missed the pass, and then how do you like, play another series? Yeah, and then the next play, or it was right after that on third down. Yeah, it was third down because then second down they did something that didn't whatever, and then on third down they blitzed the three levels of guys, it was picked up, and then Garantano makes just the great throw to Jennings for the first down. Right. And it's like, what, what, where, where was that two plays ago when we would have had a touchdown? We, well, yeah, well, Woods Anderson is not the, the speediest guy. But, yeah. I mean, you're at the, least he was wide on, open. You're knocking on the door. There was nobody, yeah. I think the, he would have gotten the, the touchdown. Clo- the closest yeah. guy's 10 yards behind. Yeah, you know that's a mean? good head start. Yeah, oh, yeah. Even, even for a tight end. I mean, that's not Witten outrunning Michigan, but it would have right. been pretty damn close. <laughs> But my goodness, I mean, you you look at all of this, and of course, yes, Maurer came in to start the second half and led the drive for the only three points we got, which I think did spark some people. And again, so much of this shows where do we go from here because we've got the bye week this week, and yes, we did have some players leave. Now, were they guys that you're like, we're going to completely miss depth-wise? Sure. Sure, yeah, but what's the... We're not looking at struggling with depth, or you know, we're no. not we're not going deep in the yeah. season. You know, we're worried we're worried week by week. Right yeah, now, because so. then and now you've got then you've got Georgia, which I'm sure we're going to get Terry and Chase, or at least one of them in it's here. Going to be so fun. next week, which is just going to be really interesting. But then you've got Mississippi State, and then at Alabama, and that Mississippi State game looms really large, sandwiched in between them. Yeah. Because yeah, Mississippi State, you know, they've won they won last week, yeah. so. You know, they beat Kentucky as you're supposed to. Right. So, but again, that's a big circle the wagons game. Because, again, and I'll say this coming up on that week's game, shoots their defensive coordinator. You don't think he's going to throw everything he has Man. about his time there at Tennessee and Man. just what happened with everything there. So, you, you look at all of this and it's like, when do you just start saying, screw it? And besides the receiving core, Batuli, some of the guys on the defensive line, do you not just start playing in Chandler? Do you not just start playing young guys yeah, at I mean, this point? Exa- like, and here's my thing. I, I guarantee you whether Jerry Garantano starts every game between now and the end of the season or if he never starts another game for UT, nothing is helping his draft stock. No. He has none. 
this is college football. People are making millions of dollars to coach these kids. You're getting paid millions of dollars to make these decisions. I don't care if he was the face of your team three weeks ago. You sit his ass. You, you've you've got to do something. And To me, it's the youth movement because, again, we've talked about this before. Yep. The young players are the guys that seem to be the ones making the big impacts right now. The, Henry 1212 is, is great. Right. I can't wait to see him three years in that with this defense, with, yep. with Pruitt as his coach. He could be amazing. And that's, again, where Tennessee always seems to be lacking in so many teams. This is, to me, why Alabama is so good and has been so good. Yes, you've got great players all around, obviously, and have got great line play, which you're going to need, especially in the SEC, and to be competitive on a national level. But their linebackers have been immortal for so long. Uh, I mean, how many Alabama linebackers are in the NFL right now? It's, yeah, it's, it's all three every year. It I seems mean, yeah, to be that way. So, yeah. So, I mean, you get a game changer like that at linebacker. And Batuli, he, he's great. Yeah. I mean, he's going to – it's just amazing how you've got – and we talked about this, you mentioned it with Alvin Kamara, and you look at Jennings and and and, and Callaway and, and Palmer and Wood Anderson. Guys, I think at least all four of them are probably going to be getting paid to play football in yeah. the coming years. They're oh, yeah. all going to be at least on an NFL roster oh, somewhere. yeah. And you're just wasting that talent right now. And it's infuriating to so many people. Yeah, but I mean, that's my thing is that I think that it starts at the head of the snake with with your quarterback play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really- oh, yeah, the bad quarterback play has been – I mean, you got to bring that for the Georgia State game. Yep. He, he was – the BYU, there was mistakes there too. Yeah, and he played, yeah, quote unquote, decent. Yeah, he doesn't but he still made mistakes. He doesn't know how to win. I don't know where the swing pass. The swing passes have been awful. I wouldn't call another swing pass the rest of the season no, at this point. It, but it's, and it's not been there for three years. Yeah, it, it, but it, it works. Other play, I understand. Oh, yeah. at Georgia for. I understand why Chaney yeah. is calling the play. Yeah, but it's just not being executed. Um, yeah, yeah I mean. I think the the you're absolutely right. The explosion of young talent, mm-hmm. and not just I mean in the SEC, but all over the country, yeah. man. I mean, the freshmen are the future. You know what I mean? It's I mean you look at guys like Tua. Yeah. I mean you look at Tebow a few years ago. I mean this you got to get Trevor Lawrence exactly. And, and as Jake Fromm at Georgia. I mean all these guys. Uh, even the Bentley kid at yeah. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's it, we see the and people are like, how can you bring in Mauer? For his first start against Georgia, if we bring him in against his first start against Georgia, hopefully he's going to have three more starts against them. So let's go ahead and start him now. Yeah, because it doesn't matter who we start. Sorry, give you my prediction now. We're going to lose, and I hate to say it. And when we have Chase and Terry in here next week, I'm going to change his prediction. But right now, we're going to get beat. You know, if we're afraid of this kid getting hurt or whatever. He's not an SEC quarterback yeah. anyway. Then. You, you've got to show again. You can't. You can't baby these guys anymore. Exactly. So many of these guys, especially, and you look again at the success of Jalen Hurts and and yeah. Tua and Trevor Lawrence. These guys, they're coming out of these elite high, either high school programs or the elite eleven camps and all this yeah. other stuff. These elite seven on seven things that they do now. Yeah. These guys know how to ball and they can play. Very well. And, and I'll say this, man, and this is just from my experience with, uh, you know, with playing high school ball and then, you know, having that opportunity to, to play at the next level. High school football is not the same. No, it's it was. Not. I mean, I graduated yeah. in 2013. I didn't play against Juwan or anything, but yeah. there, we were playing in high school mm-hmm. at the same time yeah. in the same state. Jawan Jennings is an average player in, in these classes that are coming out. Now. Yeah, these 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 young guys and like you said, they're in these camps and things. It, it's not it's a different ball game than it was five years ago. I'll tell you a quick story. When I was back home living in Virginia Beach, one of my side jobs I did was I was the PA announcer for my old high school. Mm-hmm. So I would do I would do you know basketball and wrestling and football. And my high school, uh, Kellum High School, was in Virginia Beach. Ocean Lakes was our big rival. Yeah. We played when Justin Hunter was a senior. He had already announced he was going to Tennessee, which made me happy to watch him play. Of course, yeah. But then, I mean, of course, it didn't help that the D-backs on my high school <laughs> were all like 5'10", 5'9". Oh, yeah. yeah. we, 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 but he's just 
jumping over them, which right. which was just amazing to see. But now these guys are elite, but they're playing against other elite talent exactly. and still head and shoulders above them. Exactly. And that's in and, and I'll tell you this, man, and this is just from um, you know, I'm I'm from Harriman, I'm from a small town. There's no elite talent uh leaving Harriman these days. I mean, we've had one you know, in, in the past thirty years we've had two kids play SEC ball. You yeah. know what I mean? Um the the nature of the beast right now with high school football is these kids are going to these bigger high schools yep. and playing against other big high schools. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, even teams like just, you know, here T, Hig- T Higgins at, at uh, Oak Ridge and those right. guys. Yeah. But I mean, even if you look at, uh, you know, in our own backyard, teams like Fulton that have yep. dominated for so long, what's Fulton right now? Like two and three, something like that. Yeah. Because they, they had like four kids transfer mm-hmm. to a bigger school out yeah. of state just to play high. Yeah. And high school ball yeah, has become and, that college. Yeah. Now. Don't even get us started on recruiting stuff in high school or getting uh, kids yeah. to come to Catholic or, or, Dude, or Maryville and all yeah, that yeah. other stuff. That's, we could do a whole session yeah. of podcasts about that when it comes to, <laughs> but you look at those places like IMG Academy and, and Dallas all out there in California. Yep. Hoover High School in Alabama, it, right? And even Hoover's not like what it used to be. No, you know yeah. what I mean. But like IMG, but you have these teams. They're yeah, you said it. They're playing against other elite mm-hmm. talent on ESPN. Exactly. Yeah. So no, the high school has become the new, the new college. I mean, it re, I mean, it's not that. I, I still think that there's some pride left in you in high yes. school, but I think that's almost completely gone in college at this point. Yeah. Um, the way people would think about the NFL. I, I stopped watching the NFL when I was younger. I was like, oh, these guys don't care. And I feel that way a lot about college now. And, you know, hopefully it'll never get to that high school level. But, I mean, it's trickling down for sure. Yeah. So, but again, it, it shows again, too, when you look at where some of these things go. I'm not, I'm not going to question Pruitt after he got the Tennessee job, staying and coaching the Alabama uh, team for that national championship. With you him still, he made that promise to them. Yep. He earned that ring. But again, when you come in and you got two weeks before that early signing period, and that's yeah. like, ooh, that's just one of those frustrating things when you look at. But going forward, again, I think it's the young guys. You got to get them. You know, thank all the other guys for the service that they've done. Exactly. You know, if they if they still work hard and everything, that's great. But I think these young guys, where the talent's going to be, and then you show with recruiting, hey, we're playing these young guys. Yep. They need more help. You can see where we're going. Exactly. They need all the help that you can provide us. Well, that's like someone like a Jalen Hurd from years ago, like, you know, had every offer in the world, and he's a Tennessee kid. Yeah. Even Or even Jawan had offers to, to Ohio State yep. and all these places. Um, we got them here Based on hey, you're gonna play immediately. Yeah, which is why we lost a T Higgins mm-hmm. and, and Amari, you know, Amari Rogers and those guys. Yeah. Like, hey, we've got we're set a wide receiver. Yeah, which is so just ridiculous. I mean, obviously yeah. we recruited T hard. Oh yeah, because he's you know he's ten minutes away. Yeah, but I mean, if you see the writing on the wall and say, hey, you've got Callaway, uh, Jawan yeah. Palmer, I'm gonna be your fourth option. No, I'm gonna go to Clemson and right. fight to be this number one option. Mm-hmm. One of the dumbest things I ever saw, and then we'll 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 talk about the national stuff with college football. Was you know in Carnes they've got this this uh, underpass where you go yep. under the there's a railroad crossing and you go underneath it and it's a one lane thing, but it's always spray painted. They always spray always. paint advertisements or you know loving things. Someone after T Higgins made his decision to go to Clemson, someone spray painted T Higgins is overrated. No, Which is not. one of the the dumbest no, things I've not. seen in there. T, T Higgins is is going like, to be the best receiver to come out of college in years. Yeah, and it's I I I'm at some point I'm going to go on the Carnes message board on Facebook and just be like, yeah, <laughs> no, he, you, no, you were not. really wrong on that one, yeah. buddies. But meanwhile, speaking of Clemson, you look we're a third of the way through the college football season already. God flies by, which right? is which is why we love college football so damn much because. You, you prognosticate and predict for so long, and then you blink, and then it's gone. It's over. And that's why we love it so much. But really, I'm looking at almost eight schools that really have a chance to get into the playoff right now. When you look Now, of course, weird things can happen, as they oh, always course. do. Yep. But you look at... And, you, you, of course, four of them are in the SEC right now. Which, that, that's the way it should be. Yeah, <laughs> they, as always. Yeah, Alabama, Georgia, LSU should always be yep. fighting for a top four. I mean, spot. you got four in the SEC. You got 
another Southern school with Clemson, and then you've got Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Wisconsin, which are not yeah. Oklahoma. You could debate is in the, they're in the Southwest, Dude, but yeah, that's still south. below that's, the Mason Dixon oh, yeah. line. You if, know. if they go to New York, somebody's gonna call them a redneck. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you look, I look at the ease of the way these guys can get in. Clemson definitely has the easiest path. Oh yeah. The the the, the people in Vegas have said Clemson's going to be favored by at least seventeen points in all of their regular season games. Yeah. The FBI index has got them at a sixty-five point seven percent chance of winning out. Yeah. So to me, they're almost in. I mean, the only thing that could happen almost to me is if Florida State either remembers how to play football. Yeah. At, at an elite level, which I don't see happening, yeah. or Virginia stays good, and I don't trust Virginia to do that. They're undefeated right now, but they would then challenge them in the ACC title game. Yeah, I, I would trust Virginia to stay good, but Clemson's not good. They're elite. Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Clemson is um, is incredible. Yeah, I mean they're one of the best yeah. college football teams ever right now the thing you have to worry about with clemson though is if someone comes up and bites them if they come in with one loss is that going to be enough to get them in which again we will break down as we get inch closer and closer to playoff time alabama of course i'm just got it in there i'm not going to doubt nick saban they haven't missed a playoff yet offense is really rolling i mean again but it's that schedule that all of them have they do have Almost the easier one when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Because one, they wouldn't play Georgia until the SEC championship. Exactly. And they don't play Florida. You've got LSU November 9th, and then Auburn, of course, at the end of the season, and then the SEC championship game. That's why I've got them higher up than the rest of the SEC schools, because mm-hmm. their schedule really is easier than the oh, other yeah, ones. Quote, unquote, easier. Quote, yeah, quote, unquote, easier. Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, amazing. Okay. He, he, There's such great quarterback play this year. Yeah. It's been insane. Just not here. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, they've got Texas, which is, again, the big one that looms large with them. Of but course. they've still got at Kansas State, who has been surprisingly good so far this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat Mississippi State in Starkville. Handily, yeah. So, and then at Oklahoma State, but again. Yeah, that's the little the, brother. That's the little brother. And Oklahoma State, unlike Michigan, which we'll get to, um, Oklahoma takes care of little brother by far the most of the time yep. when it comes to that. And then, of course, the uh, Big 12 championship game, which could be Texas, could be Iowa State. You've got those guys in there. Ohio State, I mean, they haven't been challenged yet. They've got yeah. Nebraska on Saturday, and we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up when we preview the games coming up at the end of the this week. Yeah. But they're looking good. Wisconsin, which they've got. But so many of these games are in the horseshoe. Yeah. They're at Nebraska, but then Wisconsin at home, Penn State at home. It's at Michigan. Of course, who knows what Michigan State's going to be in? <laughs> yeah, with with Mich- I mean, even with Michigan, any year. Yeah, I hope they never win another game. Right. As long as Harbaugh's there, but Ohio State has taken care of business mm-hmm. there. I mean, I, I'm not yep. saying that it's as lopsided as us in Florida right now. It's close. It's 16 out of the last 18 or oh, something really? like so, that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not worried about oh. Ohio State. If, I think Ohio State will lose a game between now and the end of the season, but it'll be one that it'll be a it'll be a Wisconsin, it'll be a Penn State that yeah. bites them. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Michigan. Yeah. It's not going to be a, a game that's should be quote unquote close. Right. Wisconsin. Speaking of them, blowing out Michigan, but playing top defense. Their defense yes. is great. They've got that just great those Midwestern guys Columbia who just fed, move yeah. those cows. Just do great with that. Jonathan Taylor, also an elite running back. Yes. I mean, he could be a top draft pick in the NFL. Should be. Yeah. But again, their big block is most of their big games are on the road. At Ohio State, at Iowa, at Minnesota, who's going to be very good too. So again, it, it's going to be really interesting to see where they are. Of course, then the SEC, the other SEC schools. Georgia took care of Notre Dame. Yeah. Not as convincing as yeah. a lot of people liked, which, again, is weird with Notre Dame people and other people saying, oh, my goodness, that means you know Notre Dame didn't lose anything by losing that game. Well, they still lost the game. Exactly. Yeah, it know. means Georgia's got to lose twice almost so, yeah, for Notre Dame to vault them. Yeah, no, the, I'm all for moral victories and things like that. Like it. If we have the same score with Georgia oh, next yeah. week that Notre Dame did, that's a moral. That's victory. almost that's almost tear the goalposts down. Yeah, like, enthusiasm. I don't, but no, you're you're Notre Dame. You're fighting for yeah. a, a playoff spot. 
you lost. I don't mm-hmm. care, you know, whether you lose by a point, or, you yep. know, uh, an inch or a mile, you know, winning's winning. What a great atmosphere that was oh, in yeah. that game. That's college My football. Good. That's that is what, college yeah. football right there. I liked the red LED just flashing lights and stuff, too. <sighs> you could see Tennessee doing that with orange if we ever got ne- to that ne- point. You'll never see that. Yeah, you <laughs> just, won't. No, not, not as long as when we're old. Maybe. Yeah, and then we'll be a compungent about it, too. Yeah, then we'll be, yeah. You didn't need any special effects. You just needed the band and everybody to use their vocal cords. Yeah, we just got to play third down for what again? Where's where's little John? (laughs) He's been dead for 20 years is what's happened. Uh, But, again, you look at what Georgia has on the schedule. Florida and Jacksonville, which is, again, they've taken care of business the last few years, but it's always a, a big game there at Auburn and the SEC championship game. LSU finally have an offense, which is amazing. Yes, Joe Burrow, man. I, I did, great quarterback play. I did love the story I heard. I don't know how much of it's true, but the fact that one of the bars in Nashville ran out of vodka at 9 a.m. for that noon kickoff. You love LSU fans, man. Oh, Louisiana, buddy. <laughs> Gotta love them. Gotta love them. But they did give up 38 points to Vandy, which could be a question. We'll see what happens with the rest yeah. of their schedule. But again, it's that schedule. You've got at Florida. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. Versus Florida, October 12th. Uh, Auburn on October 26th. And then at Alabama. So it's the, just that middle there mm-hmm. that's going to really determine it for LSU. And then you've got Auburn. Big wins. They've definitely had the best wins total so far oh, with yeah. against Oregon and at Texas A&M. Bo Nix, I don't know if he's there all the way yet. No, he is. He could be Trevor Lawrence. We'll see what happens as this goes along. But then at Florida, at LSU in October, yeah. and then in November you get them at home. But it's Georgia and Alabama. No, I think so. That I mean, I think Auburn's going to drop at least two of those. Yeah, Auburn's got the roughest road. Yeah. Um, to get there. And here's my thing: I, I think LSU has got the definitely the second roughest road. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because you don't LSU, if you lose to Alabama, you don't get that chance to prove yourself in the Again, SEC yeah. championship mm-hmm. game. That's why Georgia's got that advantage. Exactly. Yeah. Georgia, there's nobody in the East competing other yeah. than Florida. Yep. Um, but I think if George, so if Georgia loses to Florida, uh, and then, you know, Georgia's still going to get in the playoff, mm-hmm. but I, if LSU loses, you know, you know what I mean? To Alabama, yeah, exactly. And doesn't play in that game. You're they're just, unless you weird, spot. unless weird stuff happens. As uh, always. I mean, yeah, if Clemson drops one yep. and, you know, and all these other schools yeah. start dropping one and two, then fine. But no, LSU's yep. got the roughest. I mean, just to, I'm not talking about as, their schedules te- is mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, but to get them in the playoff, them not playing a game is going to right. Gonna that, kill them. that can definitely hurt. I mean, that hurt the the uh, the Big Twelve teams for the, uh, for, years, uh, for a few yeah. years before they put the championship game back in. You talk about one loss teams. Notre Dame is definitely still up there. They definitely have the best loss. Also, Texas. They, they mm-hmm. both of them handle their business, and weird things happen. Yep. To which again, it's college football. Weird stuff happens. The only one I've got now out of the group of five uh, that has a shot would be Boise State. Yeah, because you, you, you see, hats off. By the way, we gave Pat Narduzzi a lot of crap last week. I did on my show and on this one too for his just terrible decisions against Penn State. But then yeah. Pitt calling the Pitt special yeah. down there at the goal line. What a yeah. what a great upset there. Of UCF, I, I'm 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 a UCF guy. I have been, and I I agreed with them wholeheartedly. With the uh, you know, we were undefeated, and your your champion had a loss. Like mm-hmm. let's play, let's right. uh, Blue Mountain State. This, <laughs> um, let's you know meet me in the cornfield. Uh, I, I believe in that, mm-hmm. but and so I was a UCF guy. But yeah, calling you know you call the Philly special down there, and it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's those types of decisions I'd love to see back home on the hill. Every but, once in a while. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. So you have all of that. Uh, but uh, speaking of not bad coaching, but definitely overrated and overhyped coaching, Jim Harbaugh had, a, oh, had himself yeah. a week. He had, a, after that near miss or just escaping army, yeah. then you go out and you play against – Wisconsin, a game, if you want to be at that level, you've got to go on the road on a good Big Ten team and beat them. And they were down 35 to nothing before they finally scored. Yep. Wisconsin ran down their throats. 
Which is interesting because that's what so many Michigan fans have been wanting Michigan to get rid of, just the downhill. They wanted with Shea Patterson to throw the ball. Shea Patterson looks like he's regressed yep. in this offensive Completely system. Agree. Wisconsin do, did what Wisconsin does and yeah. has been doing you for, know what's coming. for 30 years. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It's a testament to Michigan's defense not being able to stop the run. Yeah. And I understand Army is not doesn't have a traditional running game. But if you – I mean, I watched every play of that game. Army's offensive line, and, and everybody knows this, the reason teams like Army and those teams don't really compete that great is because their offensive lines can't bulk up. Yeah. Because they have they're weight soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally going to go fight for our country. So they yeah. have to, you know. I think Army's heaviest offensive lineman is like 270 like pounds. Yeah. I mean, something like that. Uh, which is just insane. And he's definitely not going to be driving an Abrams tank. He can't. It, he wouldn't be able to fit. Exactly. So, I mean, but Michigan's defensive line is getting blown off the ball. So, if you're getting blown off the ball by Army's offensive line, now you have Wisconsin's. Mm. Like those guys just eat butter and and just inject Corn cornbread. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. So no, yeah, no. Anybody that oh, you want to beat Michigan? Just run the ball. Yeah, like you know, looks uh, like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at Harbaugh. He's what one and nine versus the top ten. He's zero and four versus Ohio State, where it matters most. And then you look at the rest of their schedule. You've got games against Iowa. Who's good? He's gonna run the ball down your throat. Michigan State, who's only beaten him, or who he's only beaten once. Right. You, uh, what else you got here? At Maryland, who, who knows where they're gonna be? But it's still, they got to travel all the way over to to College Park. At Penn State, they still have Notre Dame, and then ending the season at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they could be seven and four by the time. Yep, they yeah. get to Ohio State at the end of the year. Yeah, Michigan is like if if you're a Michigan fan and you're like, oh, we still have a chance yeah. to get in the playoffs. You can join the Tennessee fans. Yeah, you're just your hopes and dreams are about to get real hurt. Of course, and destroyed. Yeah, as a Tennessee fan right now, I would love to have that the record well, I, that Harbaugh's got. I would I'd love, love to, to be seven that. and four. And yeah, like, you know, but or, or even just the overall record. I think he's like forty and fifteen over the over his tenure there, awesome. which I would love to have. But what's what's so terrible and and Shibley, I'll I'll go ahead and say, me and you are good Tennessee fans. You oh, know, yeah. we don't yeah. we, we we do this and and you know we re- truly love them. But if our coach was 40 and 15, we'd be calling for his head. Yeah. Which Michigan fans are starting to. Yep. But, I mean. They're paying him a lot more money, though, than we're paying Pruitt. That's true. And they, it came in with the expectations. I mean, he, he turned Stanford around. Right. And he got the Niners to within just a couple of plays of winning the Super Bowl. Yep. No, he came in with that expectation. Of yeah. He is bringing national championships. And he's a Michigan guy. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, Urban Meyer outdueled him for four years, and it looks like Ryan Day is going to do it. We'll just have to see. Yeah. I mean, the talent that they've got, oh, Ohio yeah. State. My goodness, they have just been killing people. Now they haven't fully been challenged yet. Yeah, but, but you, there's you can bring in anybody at Ohio State right now. Yeah. You bring in a high school coach, and you're going to win some ball games. Yeah. My goodness, probably my favorite. I still loved watching. Of course, Pac-12 after dark was great. Washington State. Losing sixty-seven to sixty-three, so the, the, the UCLA. That's just I, I I mentioned this on my show. I can't wait to see when Washington State and UCLA play in basketball. What the score is going to be? <laughs> it's going to probably be something like that. The Pac-12, including that game, has just eliminated themselves almost from the college football playoff. Yeah. Utah lost, which I kept saying, yeah. you you, you want to be the banner, you got to win at USC. They didn't do that. Washington State lost. The only undefeated team they got left is Cal, which I wow, what a questionable call at the end of that game with yep. Ole Miss that they had. Yep, my goodness, I'm surprised they didn't even review that. He was no, he was 100 percent in. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, it, it's crazy to me how much time thing not just in football, but it's really bad in basketball also yeah. with how much time is being spent on um, instant replays and things like that. Yeah. For you to not even review that call. Yeah. And if you're an on-field ref and you know for a fact that every touchdown is getting reviewed, why would you not yep. make the safe call yeah, and right. call that a touchdown? Of course, my argument will be, and I've said this before, in, in tennis, they've got cameras that can cover every square inch of that court and see where that ball is in or out. Yeah. 
you can't you can't put that in every major college football or NFL stadium for that they matter. Have nylon cams to do that. No nylon pylon cams. Yeah, yeah, which are nylon. great too. But I mean, you could just tell where the ball is. You can tell point. from the yeah. the, the uh, sky cam exactly that he's in. I mean, yep. it's I don't know too. And we're not making thousands of dollars a game to ref. Yeah, and we can make that call from the couch. Yeah, I mean, do you, if if it's going to get reviewed anyway, if you call the touchdown. Just call it a touchdown. Yeah, and then review it, and then and, make, yeah, yeah. and then hey, we're down on the one. You know, let's, we're gonna start the clock on. immediately. Go, go, yeah, run, yeah. So, but we'll see. Pac-12 officials not uh, not doing not well again. Oh boy! But then, of course, the the best news of the week was, and and we mentioned this, of course, and then it just talks about cancel culture and all this fun stuff because I mentioned it on my show, and then things turned <laughs> right after I posted the show. Oh, with the beer money guy, oh, yeah. Carson it's, King. God. I mean, what a great thing. He puts up a sign that says, hey, you know, need beer money for Bush Light, yeah. which, again, you need about 12 cents for a case of Bush Light. <laughs> and he gets like $400 and keep, money keeps coming in. He's like, I'm going to decide to donate the rest of this minus a case of Bush Light right. to charity, to the Iowa Children's Hospital, which is, uh, which is where they wave to amazing. all of them. Yeah, which that's, is great. I mean, how old is this guy? I mean, he's twenty four. So he's he's just he's your age. Yeah, he's just out. You know, just done being a student. Yeah, yeah. and you make that kind of decision to say I've got because he ended with what he ended up with a million dollars. Yeah, what, what ended mean, up happening was because Anheuser Busch and Venmo both got wind of it. Right, of course. And then they decided that what they're going to do is they're going to match whatever he has. They're going to put in there together. Right. So a three way match. It did equal over a million dollars, right? And of course, and, and you know, Anheuser, they're doing. But I mean, he raised. I mean, we'll say at least a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, just pure. He could have stuck that shit in his pocket. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's, he, be, he's a better man than I am. Oh, absolutely. He just yeah. is. Once he announced his charity, it was. It's interesting to see how much it did go up from right. there once it got word of it. I mean, but still, if you pocketed. Two thousand dollars or something right. like that yeah. from people. I mean, that was. Just, pay, hey, yeah. I'm gonna buy a case. Uh, I'm gonna pay off my car and pay my rent this yeah. month, and then I'll donate. Yeah, I mean, anything he donates in yeah. that is 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 awesome. But I mean, just I don't know. Yeah. And then for all the controversy and, that's coming yeah. out now, for those of you who don't know, it's insane. It, it was one of these things. The Des Moines Register did a piece on him, and it's an Iowa newspaper. And the the guy who wrote the article mentioned, and it's at the end of this article, like they did a whole bio on the guy and the story and how everything happened. But then at the end, they mentioned these tweets that he said with that he had with some of his friends and they were riffing with the Tosh.0. Daniel Tosh, of course, a comedian, both fans of I've I've enjoyed a lot of Daniel Tosh's stuff for a long time. Great. Great. Yeah. Has his TV show. He's a great stand up comic. I mean, very funny guy. Yeah. And he comes out and says things that are inappropriate. Right. But again, with again, context. Context is always a king here when yep. it comes to a lot of these things. So, and again, he said these things, by the way, eight years ago when he was 16. Exactly. Right. You're sixth. You're quoting someone that you look up to yeah. as a child. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with all of these draft picks that they go through all their... By the way, why are we going through everybody's tweets at I, this point? I don't know. It, it, it's insane, especially because, again, there's a reason if, if you do something as a crime when you're under the age of 18, you're, it's erased. You, you don't see it. Yeah. There's a reason that's sealed because you don't know what yeah. you're doing. Exactly. I'm glad they didn't have social media when I was 16. Right. And again, yeah. and things change too. Mm-hmm. That's the old thing. Your your brain and everything changes when you get out of there. You are a child yeah. at 16. And when I was 16, if you'd have told me I was a child, I would have been ready to fight because yeah. I thought I was a grown-ass man. And, and, you know, that's the difference in our generations. I had Twitter at 16. Yeah. And me as an entertainer, me as a stand-up comedian, um, I've went back and looked yeah. at my tweets and been like, is there any, you know, God forbid. Yep. So we get out here and get famous, Shibley. Yeah. Just for somebody to cancel us. Exactly. And, I went, and you know, and when I was 16, I grew up in, in small town USA. It's, mm-hmm. I didn't have anything, which was yeah. great. Um, but the fact that I had to police, you know, and I understand it, it's, it's the, we shouldn't say hurtful right. things. And, and he, those tweets, I don't care if you're, you're copying off someone else. The, saying those things are wrong. Yes. 
But for you to take, if you're Anheuser-Busch, because they re- redacted their donation, correct? No, they, they're going to keep the donation to the children's hospital, but they were going to give him free beer for a year. Okay. Now, since it was Bush Light, that was like 35 bucks. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. it, it, it's still bad when you look at it in that way. And then, to make this even weirder, so people got wind of this happening, right. so then they looked into the reporter's... Uh, the guy who wrote the story for the Des Moines Register and found some of the tweets that he did when he was younger and found even more inappropriate stuff. It's this thing, by the way, if you're a kid who's thinking about getting famous or any, if you're a kid applying to college or a job, Don't either lock up your Twitter right now or go through it and find any word that you think you might have said. I mean, I did this, I think, when the Kevin Hart thing happened. Yeah. Back, what, a year and a half ago at this point? Can I went back and just went through my Twitter mm-hmm. and made sure. Now, most, you know, 95% of my tweets are about sports, so. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, and it's, it's, I'm glad that it, it's coming to light. And a lot of people, and it happens like this positively and negatively. Oh, yeah. That the people catch on to things first and then the businesses will follow suit. Yeah. People are starting to, to realize that cancel culture is a thing. Yeah. Um, and they're starting to realize how ridiculous it is. You know, it's it's a matter of time before businesses are like, okay, this is just yeah. getting out of hand. Um, people just need to realize that the vast majority of people don't use Twitter. Right. Yeah. Well, even even that, and it's like, I mean, you're sick at 16. Yeah. I mean, get... Even with the Kevin Hart stuff, he wasn't yeah. 16, but... It was 10 years ago yeah, when we were was, still figuring out Twitter. He wasn't Kevin Hart. Yeah. He, I mean, he was, but it just was not... And, and luckily for Kevin Hart, he's too big to fail. Yeah. I mean, you're the biggest star in the world. Yeah. Um, But just... I don't know. It makes yeah. me sick. As an entertainer, as a yeah. human being... Is um, the thing I always say, Twitter or anything, anybody sees anything, depending on what side of the aisle you're on or spectrum, whatever, take five minutes, think about things before you're going to react to it yep. and just realize what you, so, but that's our two cents. By the way, if you do want to make us famous, of course, you got to give us five star reviews yep. on the Modern Day Gladiators podcast. Of course. Yep. You got to hit up outlandermedia.net. Check out all the other great shows that we've got, mm-hmm. including Halfle. Yep. Halfle. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us all. And everywhere I promise you, on Halfle, if you are looking for controversial tweets, find us on Twitter. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's nobody's name on there. I do, <laughs> I do not wink, run, wink, the half little Twitter page, wink. <laughs> cough, cough. But, of course, you've got Geeks Inherited the Earth, Deadbeat Radio, uh, uh, DLC Respawn, yeah. Night Terrors. Guy just had uh, the guy that played Beast. Yeah. Um, from, yeah the X-Men. Uh, X-Men animated series. That that's, episode is up. That's insane, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're her doing things. Scared Stupid with Chris Bell, all that great stuff. Check it all out at outlandermedia.net, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, subscribe, five-star reviews. It, it, it helps everybody get the word out and everything like that. Yep. So Absolutely. that is awesome. Uh, but, hey, I figured... Just get that in there while we're talking about being famous. Let's all get famous. Let's all, hey, make us famous for the right reasons, <laughs> yes. not the wrong ones. Yes, famous, not infamous. So exactly. Big difference. But let's go down week five. Of course, Tennessee is not playing this week. Yep. But there's a lot of other great top 25 action that is going to be happening, mm-hmm. and it's something we all, of course, have to be paying attention to when you look at it. Uh, Friday, there's a really good game that's happening, Penn State-Maryland. Um, Maryland, we'll see if they can rebound off of this. But uh, Penn State's coming in, six-and-a-half-point favorite going into Maryland. Take Maryland. I would probably take Maryland at this point, but if Penn State goes in there and blows out Maryland, then we, James Franklin might have another great team on his hands. Yeah, which would be all you know. I, like I said, I'm a James Franklin guy. Yeah, and then of course, Arizona, or Cal is going to be tested against Arizona State on Friday night as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cal at four and a half. That's about Cal. where it should be. Yeah, I take Cal. Cal's going to win by more than a touchdown. There. Yeah, and then you've got Texas Tech, Oklahoma, which. Would be closer, but Texas Tech's kind of going through a rebuild. Yeah. Oklahoma's a 27-point favorite. I'd probably even take <laughs> Oklahoma in that. Uh, 27 to Texas Tech? Yeah. I don't know there, man. I mean, they're just so notorious for, for putting up points. I don't know. I mean, I, of course, I think Oklahoma's going to win. I, I'd take the points there. I'd take Tech, and uh, I think they'll keep it closer than that. One of the points that I like is Wisconsin – 
uh, hosting Northwestern, noon game on ABC, Wisconsin 24 and a half points. I still like Wisconsin to win, but I'd take Northwestern take in the North points West, there. Yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, they had an explosion against Michigan, but Michigan's the worst college football team that's ever existed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I take Northwestern there. Yep. You've got Texas A&M, Arkansas. I mean, if this was – wow, what has happened? Ar- as bad as we feel Tennessee – Arkansas, right. wow! Yeah, that is... the thing with Arkansas does. I mean, they've got a history of of being decent. We'll yeah. say, but you know, they're not. They didn't fall from grace. But yeah. that's we're not the worst team in the SEC. Tennessee and Arkansas should just play each other at the end of Tula the year ball. to yeah. see who's who's Tula the worst. Ball. Absolutely, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's a three thirty kick. Clemson at North Carolina. Now again, North Carolina got off to the great start, but they've lost the last two games. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see where their head's at. Uh, Clemson twenty seven and a half. I still like North Carolina to keep it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to the, cover that. Yeah, I don't I'll, think they're going to. I think they'll win by three touchdowns. Sure, but he's still making money. Still making money. Alabama playing Ole Miss. Alabama's gonna, just going to blow them out. It's a thirty seven and a half point line. That's that's two SEC teams. Yeah. <laughs> I take Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to beat them by 50. This is really interesting. You've got Virginia going to South Bend to playing a wounded Notre Dame team. So this is That's where you're going to find out what Notre Dame's got left. Mm-hmm. Like, if they, if they still want to compete for a playoff, they yep. definitely got to win this game. Or Virginia, do they want to get to that next level and right. be like, hey, be Clemson's thing. not going to be the only ACC team to do anything here. I've got Notre Dame winning it. The line's 12 and a half. For Notre Dame? For Notre Dame. It's no. at home, and they might be angry. We'll have to see. I, I think you, the word wounded there that you used is the best bet. Yeah. I think a lot of Notre Dame guys, uh, you know, they don't have a conference championship. They feel like, hey, you know, we're we're not – the playoff is out of reach at this point because of that loss. I think Virginia comes in there and surprises them. Got USC Washington, a little Pac-12 action at 3:30. Washington's hosting that one. Ten and a half for Washington. USC is down to their third-string quarterback Take at this Washington. point. Take Washington all day long. I, if Eason's on, they're going to Washington will kill people. But they had the one bad game and they lost to Cal because right. of it. Uh, let's see what else we got swimming around here. Mississippi State Auburn. I've got Auburn winning that game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, Mississippi State's flip flopping like I expected us to this year. Yep. I mean, I didn't expect us to lose to like a Georgia State, but I expected us to maybe lose to a BYU and then be you know uh, you know beat a Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just be a weird seven and four, you know, seven and five year. Yeah, Kansas State, Oklahoma State should just be another great Pac-12 shootout. Oklahoma State's a four-point favorite. I'd almost take Kansas State in that one. Hmm. I'm thinking about Kansas State almost pulling the upset in that one. Yeah, I mean, if you can double down and yeah. make some money there, absolutely. Uh, you've got the two last ones here. You've got Utah with Washington State. Again, that's that's a mismatch of styles because you've got Utah playing the great defense, but their offense is just not there. And then Washington State, pinball score yeah. points. I really don't know where to go in that one. I'm going to pick Utah. The line is six for Utah because it's in Salt Lake City. So. I, I don't – I mean, I think that – I mean, that, that's it. I think it'll be, you know, they'll – I'd love to see the over-under and, and yep. bet, bet off of that as opposed to, right. you know, the line there. Um, I, I'm gonna, I believe in Mike Leach. I think I would double down and say Mike Leach wins it by two touchdowns. Okay. And then we've got – now this is interesting because, again, we mentioned it before a little bit with Nebraska hosting Ohio State. Game day is going to be there. Yep. Nebraska, they've got, again, Adrian Martinez is a really dynamic quarterback. Mm-hmm. He is very turnover prone. Mm-hmm. Where Ohio State has lost games these last couple of years under Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Has not been to Michigan. Has not been to Michigan State. It's not been, been Penn East, State. Yep. Those weird – It's been to a double-digit home underdog – Mm-hmm. On the road, you got Iowa two years ago, and then Purdue last year. Yep. Nebraska is a seventeen-point home underdog. I'm still going to pick Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, like I said earlier, I think that Ohio State is going to, yeah. you know, going to get bit um, by one of those weird teams. Um, it's just, it's not. Nebraska. But see, now that everybody sees the trend, they're all going to start. Thinking right. it's going to go that way, which just to me means it's going to go the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. Which I, I I I would almost take Ohio State and the points in that one. 
Yeah, I, I, if I'm betting, I, I'm I would refrain from that game. Yeah, I'm. See, I'd probably uh, stay away from it too. Yeah, just because it, I don't know. That's a, such a weird game. I I do think Ohio State will get bad, but it's not going to be Nebraska, right? But those are the games this week, and then well, we're going to have probably Chase and Terry in here next week for the that's Tennessee be, Georgia game. Be so fun. <sighs> but until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael underscore Shibley. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, just at Trey Pack T R E P A C K. Of course, the Modern Day Gladiator Facebook and Twitter pages. Of course, we got big wrestling stuff coming up next week yep. with uh, the, the you know Fox is taking SmackDown, yep. AEW, NXT is full on on the USA Network, so Very a lot cool. of big wrestling. And of course, since we'll have the show in between that, we'll go. I'll go on Facebook and uh, Instagram and make some quick updates and predictions about things like that. Yep. Of course. We got to thank Joe Shirt at JoeShirt.com for all the great merch that they're going to come out with for us. Uh, but they can help you expand your brand, family reunion, softball team, kickball team, yep. whatever you want to put it on a t-shirt. Joe Shirt can help you at JoeShirt.com. Of course, the Black Cat Curiosities and Oddities in Oneida, Tennessee. And, of course, they've got the, uh, what is that, the Haunted House? Yeah, the Outbreak on Main uh, type deal that they'll have uh Coming out all the glare. Uh, I think it's in October. Yeah, um, you know, spooky time. Spooky, t- spooky, spooky. Yeah, it'll be yeah. there for spooky time. But outbreak on yeah, it's they've been putting that on for months and months and months and months. So it's it's gonna be incredible. Otherworldly coffee. You got to check it out. You oh, guys yeah. have had all the samples. It's amazing. Uh, it'll you- wake your butt up, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's there. There's there's it's coffee. I'm the, sure it the is. The Bigfoot blend is amazing. Yep. Uh, the, the Mothman blend, some of those mm-hmm. other ones are just amazing. You use the code Outlander at checkout, you're going to get 20% off 20% the order. 20% off, yeah. Again, and that's going to cover shipping and taxes. Exactly. Oh, and more than that. Yep. And, of course, it just got posted on Facebook on all the social media as well, but we've been talking about it. Uh, you can check out the first Thursday of every month coming up next Thursday. So uh, this is the last show that we're covering with this one because it'll Can't be Friday. <laughs> but it's the locally sourced comedy. It's happening at the Central Depot at 9 o'clock uh, on October 3rd. And, of course, it's your best friend, Patty Pope, is going to be the headliner. <sighs> can we record next Thursday? I don't want to go. <laughs> no, we'll be there. I'm sure we'll be there. But you can definitely check out, of course, check out the latest episode of Halfle where Chase talks about Patty plenty on the show so you can get an idea of who Patty is from that one. It's amazing. So, but uh, we're going to get out of here yeah, and uh, go enjoy some college football this weekend. Oh, yeah. But for myself and Trey Pack, uh, too sweet. Love you. Bye. We'll see you next time.